2: put the spring back into your step and into your home too. shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45% up to 45% off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
3: there is no person with higher integrity than Donnie football talking about wings he's not gonna lie he's gonna just call it the way that he sees it And if Buffalo is not better than the best of Pittsburgh, and he says that's the case, I believe him. Whoa, 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 Here's what we should do. I think in the city of Pittsburgh, up until about 4.30 on Sunday, don't order chicken wings, order boneless wings. A city-wide boycott of Buffalo wings. Of course you know this means war
1: you're listening to jeremy and joe on the home of the bills wgr sports radio 550
4: we've got andrew filiponi coming on tomorrow formerly of wgr now works in pittsburgh talks Steelers. that's his station that's the morning show on his station andrew does middays afternoons i should say two to six And uh, I hope that he called into that show like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Did I hear someone say something as absurd as Pittsburgh wings are just as good as Buffalo wings? Did someone just do that? Does this person believe that the Mahi Mahi in Omaha is on the same level as it is in Honolulu? This person believed that New England clam chowder is great in
0: Boise, Idaho. As I was combing through that segment, they also said that cheesesteak in Pittsburgh is just as good as a Philly cheesesteak. Oh, you're right. Sure. Right. Of course it is. And Now, I've never had a cheesesteak from Philadelphia, but, I mean, that's kind of what they're known for.
4: Listen, we we do occasionally do food segments, and Pittsburgh started this one. So, is saying that Pittsburgh wings are the same as buffalo wings, this is going to be a self-report. We got some people around here that say Buffalo pizza is as good as blank. Like Chicago. Buffalo pizza
0: is the best pizza, but
4: right. We think our pizza is really good. And I agree. We think our pizza is really good. Is that, is that different than
0: them thinking their wings are good? I think so. Yeah. Because like they're Buffalo wings. Like, they're from here. It's kind of our thing when it comes to food, aside from, you know, blue cheese on wings. But, like, I don't know. I just, I've never thought of, whenever I think of Pittsburgh, I don't think chicken wings.
4: What do you think of? I I, I, had a great, I don't know. So, I had a great tweet comment on this. So, who was it? Um, oh, I'm going to find and give credit for it here. Yeah, Dave wrote in. So Pittsburgh, that little story from Pittsburgh is going viral, like they tweeted it. We're not going to eat buffalo wings until 4.30 on Sunday. And Dave wrote in, I'd love to boycott something from Pittsburgh, but nothing came out comes out of Pittsburgh that comes to mind. What would you boycott? Fries on your sandwiches? I love that sandwich. I had a Permanente Brothers sandwich. I would tell you it's great. I haven't had one since being in Pittsburgh. What am I going to boycott? What would you, what do they even have? What do they, what do they do? It's Pittsburgh. It's a great city. Got no issue with it. The ballpark is beautiful. You know, we are rust belt brethren, but our wings are as good as your wings. All right. We'll talk to Andrew's coming on tomorrow at eight o'clock and I'll be sure to bring this up. Remind me, Josh, you have to remind me to bring this up with Andrew. Did someone on your station really try to make the claim? Is he telling people in Pittsburgh, our wings here are just as good? Those people are being lied to.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who that Donnie football guy is, but I think he's like a like a like he's not our Sal, but he's like kind of like that where he's a frequent guest on their station. <laughs> I, I I don't know who he is, but he needs to re eat some wings and and reevaluate, re
4: eat some wings.
0: Yeah, maybe, yeah. Re-evalu- <laughs> he needs to reevaluate his take I on it. I don't know,
4: wings. maybe it's one of those things where someone gives you a food take and you say, like, are you sure you've ever had wings? Are you sure you've ever eaten a good whatever it might be? Don't even get me started on boneless wings. That's
0: just chicken nuggets. Okay,
4: not only is that just chicken nuggets, why would anyone on earth ever get boneless wings when chicken tenders are right there?
0: Right, and it's a it's a bigger chicken nugget. And like you get more chicken, you get more sauce, you get more everything with,
4: with it. with a tender, right? Yeah, a boneless wing is artificially small and stupid.
0: Yeah, exactly. Why do I want that? Why wouldn't I just get chicken tenders? Chicken tenders are great. I wonder where the idea of boneless wings came from because it, they're not wings. Pittsburgh,
4: probably Pittsburgh. They don't have <laughs> that's, any. That's they what they're have, known for. They've got they're, no idea about wings. They think their wings are as good as our wings. That's where. That's where boneless wings had to have come from. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. So, listen, if the Bills lose to the Steelers, I'm not coming in Monday, and I'm probably not coming in ever again because all of a sudden a few people are like, maybe I'll root for Pittsburgh. The Steelers and their fans represent to me the most delusional fans in the sport, in football. Steelers fans are delusional and have been for several years. Maybe that's just me jumping on them thinking they were going to win 13 games because Kenny Pickett had a good preseason or whatever. They've not been a true contender in a while. Roethlisberger's last few years were a mess. They won 11 games to start, and they were bad. And they never think with Tomlin they have to take their medicine and finally be good. They're just going to draft Kenny Pickett in a bad quarterback year, 20th. And he's going to throw for 167 in a touchdown. And like, oh, yeah, there's the growth. You ready for this story? This is amazing. This is a Kenny Pickett story for a moment. Adam Crowley covers the Steelers for that same station. 93-7 the fan. He wrote that Steelers insider Ray Fitt said that Kenny Pickett remains number one on the Steelers depth chart despite not starting, quote, I think they're trying to protect the psyche of their young quarterback. The Pittsburgh Steelers are pretending the guy that they're benching is still their number one quarterback to protect his psyche in a playoff week. It's the playoffs. I mean, you don't really have to update your depth chart, I guess. But that's a Steelers insider that says, yeah, they're not going to take Kenny off of number one. So why is he not playing? Uh, uh, next question. Steelers. Oh, the Steelers. They bother me, and I need the Bills to thump them. Jerry and Kenmore. Good morning, Jerry.
5: Hey, good morning. You know, I have a, a real lot to contribute here. Um, I, I, I like to listen to other radio stations especially the day after or days before and i heard it yesterday and i'm thinking did you really just say that you know it's and then i heard sal this morning with the towel comment and they almost lost their minds with the with the like they were over the top like that's sacral you might as well just burn the cross out front (laughs) you know when you mention the towel it's uh but you can't mention wings. Um, real quickly on Kenny Pickett, do you know he's throwing the most consecutive passes in the league without throwing an interception right now? And it's 215.
4: Yeah, and he's on the bench.
5: Irrelevant, to show you how irrelevant sometimes interceptions are, does anybody think Kenny Pickett's good? Right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask you a basic wing question. I help run a restaurant. We sell a lot of wings. Okay. How do you make a wing crisp? Because everybody gives the wrong answer.
4: Well, usually... And we'll tell you what I do when I make wings is you... Well, I smoke wings more than anything. I don't really deep fry them. I smoke them. But to make them crispy, I give them a real quick hit on high heat on the grill.
5: Okay. When you're taking them out of the deep fryer, if you sauce them immediately, you're never going to get crisp wings. You put the sauce on, which is mostly a butter base. And if you ever get wings to go, never get the sauce on them. They're cooking. They're getting soggy in the box. You should almost sauce a wing at room temperature. You gotta let it cool. It crisps in the air. It's it's the huge mistake to put any sauce on it when it's hot. Because it immediately, because it's butter based most of it, is just run right off. Right off. There's no good the other thing about size of wings, you don't want a wing that's too big because you get inconsistent cooking. That's right. You want a medium sized wing the, the, the wing technology, even in Western New York, there's people that don't know these basic facts, okay? Um, I have one more question that's unrelated to any of this. When is a team going to figure out to run another play off the tush-push like a pass or a naked bootleg? It makes it way harder to defend.
4: My guess is that's coming. Yeah, my guess is that's coming. That I mean, the Bills... Ran something. But again, before the tush push existed, quarterback sneaks just existed. And I mean, the Bills ran it in Seattle. I'm going to look for it right now. Bills, Seahawks, Bledsoe, McGahie. Fourth and one. Right? That's 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 what it was. It was a fourth down, fake. Yeah, trick play touchdown. I've already, I've already got it. Bills in Seattle. The funny thing is. It's 24 to 3. The Bills are up 24 to 3 in the fourth quarter on a fourth and one at the 30. And this doesn't look that much different from a tush push. It's a tight formation. Bledsoe motions a man across. He takes a half a step and then he throws overhand a pass out to McGahu, who runs for a 30 yard touchdown. So it's not that different. It is wild that they did it up 24 to 3 and not like, you know, in a game where they might have needed to use it in a. High leverage moment. Thanks for the call. Pittsburgh. Does Pittsburgh know any of that stuff that Jerry just told us about wings? Later in the segment, as they talked about Buffalo wings, they did a thing where we will not mention the places because, you know, hey, everybody's got good wings around here and everyone's entitled to good business. But they did mention a couple of places that one of my favorite moments in Buffalo sports history was when they're playing the Patriots in the perfect game, right? A couple couple years ago, and a lot of Patriots, a number of Patriots fans, went to one of the wing places and took their picture. Do you remember this moment? And they said they had taken over the place. And the response was, well, yeah, that's where you're supposed to go. You ask somebody for the best wings in town, you get 20 different answers. There's a lot of good answers. A lot of holes in the wall, a lot of established places, but... The idea that Pittsburgh knows our wing culture by naming the two places that are most known outside of Buffalo is a really good test to prove you don't really know the wing culture here. So if you are in the same sentence saying our wings are just as good as their wings and then referencing the places you've heard of because you're in Pittsburgh, I feel like you're telling on yourself. Brian from Pittsburgh. Uh Oh, hey, Brian.
5: Hey, how's it going in that? How's you guys doing? I think you guys are giving Pittsburgh a bad rap in that. Uh, you know, the thing about the wings, they got good wings down there. And my wife and I are actually from Buffalo, but we uh, we canceled the trip to the Caribbean and we went to the beaches of the Monongahela. Just as nice. Everything here in Pittsburgh is great. <laughs>
4: That's right. Thanks. Yeah, the beaches. <laughs> you know what they say. The. Uh, uh, I, he did it. He nailed it. The beach is the Monongahela. Monongahela, three rivers. What are the other ones? The Ohio, the Cuyahoga, and the Monongahela. Hey, listen, they've got nice stadiums. I've not been to Heinz Field, though. I've been to the baseball stadium, and that's great. The zoo. I've been to the Pittsburgh Zoo. I like that, too. And what else have I done in Pittsburgh? Robert Morris. Niagara Hockey traveled to Robert Morris a million times. And they, I'll tell you, is Pittsburgh the luckiest sports city ever? Can we can we go on that for a little while here? I mean, maybe not for baseball. Hockey, the luckiest sports city ever. Maybe football too. Am I still mad about the Sidney Crosby lottery? I'm not saying no. They won a lottery, and there wasn't even a season. not mad about it. It's fine. Steven in Florida. Hey, Steven, good morning.
6: Hey, good morning. Hey, uh, I wanted to respond to your previous caller about the game being ruined by the weather and not having a dome. Uh, I have to disagree with that because go back to OJ's record-breaking game against New York. That was in the snow, okay, in open air. Uh, I think it was in New York, you know, uh, Shea Stadium at the time uh, when OJ broke that record. I mean, and then look at the championship game that the Bills had when Jim Kelly was the quarterback. I think it was against the Oakland Raiders. and That was in Buffalo again. You know, that was a great game. They won. I just, in the history of Buffalo, I mean, we're it's a cold-weather team. It's a cold-weather city. Uh, I grew up in Buffalo, and so, you know, this is just something the people of Buffalo have had to learn to deal with. Look at last, you know, November and December, two months in a row with seven feet of snow each month in one day. You know, Buffalo's resilient, and the team, the Buffalo Bills, represents that. So I don't think it hurts at all to have an open-air stadium and have them play in the cold weather. And also I thought about this. The first two Super Bowls, they were called the Ice Bowl in Green Bay. Okay, there were, as far as I know, there was no domes back then. You know, early '60s. So, you know, the thing is, is that I think we've gotten too soft as a nation. Where, uh, you
0: know, nah. you know, Stephen,
6: first off,
4: we're not soft as a nation because we're inside during football games. Um, and the Ice Bowl was not the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was Super Bowl one was played in Los Angeles. Um, but to the general point. I think the the conversation turns to Super Bowl two was in Miami, Florida. the The general point is, let, let's 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 have a spectrum here. You go all the way from it's a disadvantage to it's an advantage, and I think that a place that a lot of people might land is, I've never felt that the weather is an advantage, and I'm never going to make a claim to you that it is. Oh, it's cold and snowy? That's an advantage over the Miami Dolphins. Last year, Miami came in here and had a lead in the playoff game, and they lost in overtime. Was it overtime or was it? No, 32-29. Was that overtime? No. I got I to gotta look. I don't remember. Point is, the Bills won by three in a game where snowballs were being thrown at the Miami sideline. The Colts, the last time the Bills won a crazy snow game, and LaShawn McCoy ran it in in overtime. A dome team had a kick to win and missed. So I'm never going to tell you it's an advantage. I'm not going to buy that storyline too much. You're a good team. It might hurt you because the other team is brought closer to you. Does it have to go all the way to a
0: disadvantage? It evens the playing field is what I would say. It was not overtime. Okay. It was a kick at At the buzzer. At the buzzer. So Uh, 25 yards. The
4: last couple snow games, the Bills have played against teams that are not snow-based, and they have not seemed to have an advantage. Some of the teams you think, well, what about? And list them. Who would you not have an advantage over because of the way they play, too? Kansas City plays in the cold, as you're going to see this week. Cincinnati, not an advantage. Browns, Eagles, Giants, Jets, Patriots, Steelers, Eagles. All these teams play outside in the cold and in weather. So I've never really believed it's an advantage, so I'm never going to go there. I, I, I want to go with like a two things can be true. I would feel happier if it were a perfect game and there were no snow and no wind and would think that it probably doesn't even the playing field. But I'm not going to go so far as to say like, you know, it's going to ruin the game. It might, depending on how much snow falls. We kind of have to wait until we see what, what the weather is. Eight oh three oh five fifty. And no, the nation's not soft because, I mean, are you soft if you wear a coat? I'm going to go to this game, and I'm going to wear polar extreme clothing. Am I soft? Maybe. The polar extreme clothing on the inside is soft. Yes, it is. It's comfy. Anyway, let's not go to the nation is soft because there are domes. We don't. Okay. But anyway, we're going to keep an eye on that forecast. Eight hundred three hundred five fifty and one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty. Ooh, yeah. Here we go. Jordan Reed, ESPN NFL draft and college football analyst, mock draft, mocking the Bills to defend their Super Bowl title. Texas wide receiver Adonai Mitchell. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. There's time. He has the Bills taking him 29th. All right, we'll work on that. Give me 32 with the 30-second pick. We'll get a break in. More of your calls. 803-0550 the Steelers the nerve of these people in Pittsburgh to claim that they have wings on our level the nerve have you had a Pramani Brothers sandwich
0: I have not I've been to Pittsburgh too and I I never got there
4: I think it's really good yeah like a deli sandwich with fries on it it's sounds good pretty good they also have a Pittsburgh salad which is a salad with fries on it
0: Hmm, sounds kind of counterintuitive right
4: could you convince yourself that it's healthy uh... I'm getting my roughage And eating French fries. Jeremy and Joe, but Joe's out today. Just me, Jeremy, with Josh producing. Uh, Give us a call, 803-0550. Let's just make fun of Pittsburgh for a couple days. I got, you know, we got time. We got time. Windy Wednesday on WGR. Jeremy and Joe. Joe out sick today. We talked with Joe Marino and Sal Capaccio. Tomorrow, Andrew Filippone, 93-7 the fan in Pittsburgh. Um, This this Steelers team that has, I mean, had a winning record most of the year and uh, got in the playoffs and is playing the Bills as the seven seed. 2v7. We're following, of course, the weather reports, talking weather, talking food. Making fun of Pittsburgh because somebody on that station, 937 Andrew Station, claimed the wings in Pittsburgh are as good as the wings in Buffalo. And I don't know. I feel like it's my duty to say that's got to be ridiculous. That's that's nuts. They're boycotting wings. They're going to eat boneless wings. Oh, no. Please don't. DJ in Virginia. Go ahead, DJ. What's up?
7: Hey, so I've been doing this for like 10 years now. Um, and this is to my buddy. I'm not you know, like hurting anyone or anything like that. But my buddy's a big Pittsburgh fan. Uh, We've lived together for, you know, we don't live together anymore. But uh, so in college, I used to start stealing his stuff the week every time the Steelers play, just like little things like so this week I've been stealing his stuff. I have his sunglasses, (laughs) a few mugs. I have his Costco card, uh, but his roommate works from home. So he lets me in every uh, whenever I have my lunch break and I just go in his house, take little things of his. Uh, and I'll I'll give it all back to him, uh, you know, when we play and watch the game together.
4: Nice. How many things do you have?
7: So right now I have four from this week. I got three mugs, his Costco card, and his sunglasses. And he probably
4: just thinks he lost these things.
7: It's, it's sometimes he completely forgets. And then I just show up with a bag full of his stuff on Sunday. He's like, what just happened? <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. It's my favorite thing to do. Nice. Well, enjoy. Is he a Steelers fan? he is he's a huge steal yeah diehard Steelers fan but we're both out of market fans so we got to do something to each other
4: what's uh what's his feeling on this game
7: he again the most arrogant cocky like he thinks he's going to win this game yeah they're they're a terrible team what i don't know where the confidence comes from but they're the worst fans ever so you got to put them in their place a little bit got to take his stuff got to you know drive him a little crazy for you know a week
4: yeah all right well thanks dj enjoy the game go bills go bills all right tweet from jim i was at a place in pittsburgh once where a bartender was pushing so hard to sell me some wings after i mentioned i was from buffalo that makes sense right like oh you're from buffalo yeah try ours try ours after i finally relented i found out they baked them in the oven straight chewy trash smoked wings you know with the games at home my smoke my smoker plan i might have to wait till the until they go to Baltimore to really get a, a good smoke on. I've got pregame duties. I can't quite, you know, take over smoke, full smoker duties like in the tailgate lots because I got pregame on Sunday. One o'clock Sunday. And then, I mean, then it's Mahomes watch. That's that's going to be key. But we'll, we'll already know, right? The Dolphins and Chiefs play on uh, Saturday night. Okay, we'll already know. that the Chiefs win, it's win to host the chiefs mike in niagara falls hey mike good morning
1: hey Jer- hey jeremy how you doing good, good. Uh, a couple things um pittsburgh i've had the wings there they're good um but nowhere near as good as buffalo so to say you know they're as good in pittsburgh somebody's smoking something and i believe it's just the wings <laughs> um as far as the weather goes um both teams will, you know they're used to it and they both have to deal with it um i trust josh a lot more than i do kenny when it comes to uh, when it comes to the weather, you know, arm strength, arm talent, um, ability to escape and elude, um, those are my two comments. And then two uh, two other little things that I wanted to note as far as the offense goes. Um, when the Bills are under center, they don't do play action, at least to uh, my recollection. Um, he always hands it off straight to the running back. Doesn't you know, bring the defense up and actually give an option to throw the ball while he's under center, like they do when they're in the shotgun and the RPO option. And the last thing is when it comes to uh, Dable, in the past offense, when it seemed like they were doing the best, he had a lot of lot of motion in the offense. And if this OC continues next year, I'd like to see him institute some more motion to help Josh read the, uh, the defenses. And that's all I got.
4: Yeah, thanks, Mike. On play action, I think it's something that, you know, they could they could definitely use more of it. Anytime things are they're struggling, I think they should. Just last week, Eric Turner, cover one, had a video out. He pointed out that the Bills – ranked 19th in play-action dropbacks per game. But in EPA, they are fourth. So they're a really good play-action team. Of course, Josh is dangerous. And they call not a lot of play-action. So earlier in the year, we heard a little more about this, that you know Josh liked being in shotgun, and maybe he prefers that to turning his back to the defense. But they're a team that probably could use more, more play-action in their game. Every The numbers seem to indicate throughout the league that every team is better when running play action. Your quarterback gets that half a tick extra time to fit a ball in or whatever. It's just every quarterback is better in play action. And for the Bills, their play action game is fourth in the league in expected points, but they're calling it the 19th most. So maybe it's opponent-specific. Maybe there's some team they like it more against than others, but I would agree. Like you know, Seeing more of that is always a good idea. To Erie for Jay as we continue to connect with our fans. Brought to you by Northtown Kia. Shop online at NorthtownKia.com, Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Hey, Jay.
8: Hey, uh, how's it going? Good. Hey, um, I'm actually headed down to Pittsburgh tomorrow for some training, and uh, I'm looking forward to wearing my uh, Bill's hoodie and uh, you know going out to lunch. Uh, I'm just curious, uh, should I get like a deli sandwich with fries, hold the fries, like something sacrilegious there to them, or uh like what, what? What can I do to stiff it to them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I
4: would say if you have never had the sandwich with the fries, I, I, I'd, I'd do it. I mean, I don't think it's going to jinx the Bills or anything. So it's a <laughs> no, good, it's not, a good sandwich.
8: Not a believer in that either. I, I might give it a try. We'll see. Um, but uh, one another thing was uh, I just loved the way that that Bills game ended this weekend and uh, the confidence they're uh, pulling into the playoffs with. Uh, I just thought it was awesome, Miami deciding to kick forward third and one. I think they were on their own like 30, um, give it back to the bills and then uh, just to get it, get it back and have be in the same situation third and, or fourth and one and uh, going forward, getting it and marching down the field a little bit more and uh, going for it again. I was yelling yeah. at the TV where they had the timeout and they were, they were trying to pull them offside, and uh, just to, uh, and then the defense to get, you know, the, the, the defense to get the stop bills, defense, get back, gets back on the field and, uh, and to just ice the game with an interception was just uh, awesome. I think the the game was in our hands uh, kind of all the way through that fourth quarter, and uh, just uh, I think a lot of confidence going into the playoffs to pull off uh, some of the more, more plays like that yeah. if necessary. But
4: yeah, Jay, like yeah, that, awesome. that that thanks for the call, Jay. That sequence at the end of the game the the phrase "trust the defense" has been used for decades, right? Are oh, you going to trust the defense? McDermott going for that fourth down to try and end the game is true trusting of the defense. All the, all this time, trust the defense means I'm going to give I'm going to punt it and trust my defense to stop a 90 yard drive or whatever, an 80 yard drive. In reality, why don't we just go for a first down and I trust that they won't give up a 65 yard drive? I don't, I don't have to put them on the field if I get this play. And the Bills trusted their defense and. In this 5 game win streak the defense has shown to be worthy of that trust. McDermott calling the plays, he's taking it over, he's getting them off the field. He's giving the looks, he's 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 had the answers and it's pretty exciting. 8030550. I have a stat of the day for you. We don't actually we keep forgetting to put our reigning stat of the year up, but I've got a nominee that I think is worthy of stat of the year. Got a couple here, but one of them is it's pretty impressive. So I'll get you the stat of the day. It is, hold on. Let me. Let me I gotta tell you who it's brought to you by. Um, but it's about Montez Sweat. So Montez Sweat was traded during the season from the Commanders to the Bears. He becomes the first player in NFL history to lead two teams in sacks in the same year. Obviously. He led both teams in sacks. Stat of the day. Pretty wild, right? Stat of the day. Brought to you by Seneca Gaming. In Irving. Home of the biggest bingo payouts and slot machines with thousands won daily. I've got another one. I want to give you an honorable mention stat of the day. Because I like that one. The honorable mention for stat of the day is... As I pull it up here, scroll through all my mentions because I bookmarked these and I'm trying to find where it was, and maybe I won't get it. Yeah, I'm struggling for it. Okay, there's the Montez Sweat one. Where's the other one I had? Oh, Geno Smith broke the NFL record for game-winning drives in a single season this year. Yep. That's all. Those are your two stats of the day. Who's clutch? clutch? Gino smith apparently 8030550 extendo sports when we return sal's coming up with the extra point show and uh sean mcdermott of course we'll meet with the media so we'll get the opportunity to find out about the injuries which is something we're all going to be keying in on the injuries and the weather jeremy white joe's out sick you can join us 8030550 on wgr
5: Breaking Sports News airs first here. Guaranteed. WGR Sports Radio 550.
4: 2020 Sports.
8: Extendo Sports.
4: Sal's joining us here during Extendo Sports. The Extra Point Show coming up. Sean McDermott Mm -hmm. will speak. You also have a guest from Pittsburgh. And I see you're checking in on uh, Texans Browns as well.
3: Yeah, we're going to do that because, hey, peck guys. Bills could play the winner of that game. That's right. If the Dolphins go and upset uh the Chiefs, which could happen, I guess, in, in the weather, you know, that's going to happen. I think it's, you know, obviously, like I always say, the ultimate equalizer, so we'll see. Um, Jeremy, so an update for you. I I asked you what the equivalent would be to the wings comment Doran Dickerson made. Yeah. If you remember yeah. when I was on. So I was going on with them. And I went on the uh the fan in Pittsburgh, Odyssey. And I said to Doran Dickerson, I said, listen, I, you disrespected Buffalo Wings. So we've been trying to come up, and I mentioned I was on with you, and I said, "We, Jeremy and I were trying to come up with an equivalent. I said, I think I have one. I said, I think a towel is just a towel. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, they're coming after me now. I'm, I have been put on blast, as you say. On social media, by Pittsburgh and their fans, and I get it. Like, there's there's some bad juju that goes along with that. You don't disrespect the towel, but I think we're even now, right? I mean, that's my comeback. I think we're even. They disrespect the wings. I didn't disrespect the towel. I mean, you know, whatever. We're just gonna made a comment about it, so so it's on a little bit. There. How
4: about our bridges are just as good as their bridges? Oh, you
3: see, I mean, they've got really. I was thinking they've got nice bridges,
4: and do we have any nice bridges? I
3: mean, you know, we got border crossings, but they've got a lot of nice bridges. That's right. Well, anyway, I didn't know. Am I, Am I like, did I just put bad juju in the universe for the game because of that, what I said? No. No, I'm glad okay. you told us about it because we spent the last hour talking about wings. So it's good. No, no, it's good. I could have said, maybe I should have gone down the road and said, well, actually, I prefer onion rings on sandwiches instead of fries huh. anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, what's the big deal, right? What do you got over there? But that's what yeah. I said. I was all in good fun. We had a good time with it. And, um, and then, on top of that, I also recently, I, I've riled up two fan bases this morning. Um, I saw a couple people tweeting from Miami, like their fans, about how they should move this game in Kansas yep. City. Oh, the irony, right? Yeah. Uh, with the last year with the Bills down there. So now Dolphins fans and even media, like our buddy Adam Beasley, who always likes to stir the pot and come on here and or go on with me or whatever, and we've had battles in the past, I, I would, basically yeah. saying, like, no one's really saying that. You're just making it up. No, I'm not. There's actually fans saying they should move the game. Yeah.
4: Your buddy Adam Beasley... I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not about to call shenanigans on something
3: he reported, but I'm going to call shenanigans. Yes. Did you see the thing he said about the golf courses? I did. I was going to say the same thing. I was like, "There's no that that he, did not happen." There's so no way this Dolphins reporter claimed, according to a golf
4: yeah. course source. First off, I have questions on what what's a golf course source, and Sal, <sighs> like that's one thing. Two, when you when you make a source anonymous, it's to protect them. This person that works at a golf course, what, were they afraid to report to Adam Beasley that <gasps> 17 Bills fans showed up 90 minutes late for a tee time? Who could possibly believe this to be real?
3: <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, like, my gosh. Please. Anyway. I well, Adam, so, so you know, Adam, Adam's a Syracuse guy like us. So that's I'll the only get, thing we have in common. In that we case? Both, we, we all, we're that, all Syracuse guys. In that okay? case,
4: it had to be real. I trust him.
3: That, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, Adam, but years ago, I went on his radio show, first time ever. This is Josh's second year. True story. So I go on, and I had no idea who he was. So they invite me down on the radio show, and I go on, you know, one of those phoners. And I go on, and this is Josh's second year, first offseason going into his second year. And he just, the first thing out of his mouth is, hey, what I have to ask you is, can you teach accuracy? Because this guy, I'm like, whoa, what is going on here? And I'm like, holy cow. So I'm, I am I kind of got a little defensive, like, because, you know, you knew, you saw what was going on with Josh, and he had these special traits and whatever. So then we just started going at it about, like, their quarterbacks and whatever. And I said to him on the air, I go, you guys brought me on just to trash Josh Allen. I'm just going to hang up right now. And they're like, no, no, no. It was, it was really interesting. Yeah. So then I go to the owner's meetings, like, that year, year after. And he was, I saw him. I saw him eating. So I went up to him and I go, "Hey, Sal Capaccio." And you know, we did one of those, "Hey, what's up, bro?" kind of things, right? Sure. But ever since then, it's always like this—this this good kind of tension there. And he's my—he's a Miami guy. He grew up there. He's a Dolphins fan. He's doing doing this this show down there. Went to Syracuse, so it's usually in good fun. But I agree with you. Like, come on, the golf course story. Give me a break. That was tough. Sal, I took uh, I took some of your advice. By the way,
4: I'm gonna tell you the story. Oh, real quick. good. So oh, I know it's you, good. You, no, you're you on Cameo and you've done stuff for people yes. like reading uh, fantasy football draft orders. And I know in the month of, um, is it October, November, you donate all the proceeds yep. to uh, breast cancer awareness and all that. So I took your advice. I decided to get on Cameo and I finally did my first one. And it, Yes. And sure enough, who was it? Who was it that asked me for a Cameo? It was my old buddies at Syracuse asking me to congratulate the winner of the league and roast yes. all, all the people in it. So I was like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Dude. I, I would have done this. You should have just asked me to do this every year. I, I got to just make fun of my old friends. So anyway. Listen, listen. I, 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 it's I, great. I, I jumped on and I, I had a little fun with that. had another guy from Indiana. Um, his wife asked for it. It's so like, whatever. Like It,
3: it, it was uh, something I, I figured I would try uh, because, you know, you gave me the courage to do it, so I did Yeah. It. Well, I will tell you this. I, my brother was the one that said I should do it about maybe three and a half to four years ago. Since then, I'm not kidding you, Jeremy. I've done close to 600 of them. Wow. Okay? And in, during football season, it generally is draft our or pull our draft order. But you know what's really cool? And I get a lot of like, hey, my friend is down and out, you know, having surgery. Hey, my friend just, you know, somebody just lost some of the family. He needs some inspiration. Give me a pick-me-up. I love that kind of stuff. I have gotten a lot this week of roast my friend who I beat in fantasy football. <laughs> and I love doing that. And it's really cool. And, you know, and I, you know, we, we we do this business. We're, this is the entertainment industry, right? And you know, I've had people tell me how, oh my, I can't believe you're you're on cameo. And I'm like, listen, be a, I like brightening people's day. If that's what makes them smile, that's cool, right? So yeah, thank. You. I'm glad you're doing it because you'll see as it goes on. Jeremy, I've done two gender reveals for people. Wow, like it's amazing the things that people want to have someone else kind of be a part of in their life, and it just gives you a smile that they think of you that way. You know? Yep. All right. Well, extra point show. Go. We're gonna track nice plug, by the way. There we yeah, go. Yeah. Hey, hey, Jeremy hey, White you know, or Sal Capaccio. That's
4: right, that's right, that's right. You you know.
3: <laughs> um Yeah. So you've got we got Media Day today. We're gonna carry Sean McDermott. Yep. Okay. We're gonna carry McDermott at eleven thirty. Before that, ten thirty, Tim Benz from Pittsburgh, and then at eleven oh five, it will be John Harris. He is my sideline brother over in Houston for the Texans, and that should be a fun conversation as well. All right, very good. Thanks, Sal. We'll be listening. So, you got so, it. So, Capaccio coming up with the Extra Point Show. We're back
4: tomorrow. Andrew Filippone, 93-7, the fan, in Pittsburgh to talk about this Steelers matchup as we gear up for, uh, of course, the city that has just as good as wings as Buffalo. Everybody knows that.
0: Yeah. Talk tomorrow.